but you are not allowed to have one single rooster. <gasps> Reverse sexism. <laughs> Roosters could maybe like peck your little child's eyes out. Well, also, don't they cockadoodle do at the crack of dawn? <laughs> <laughs> they do, they do. Welcome back to Petty Crimes, the only true crime podcast that exclusively investigates drama. We are now on episode five. So exciting. We've also just passed 10,000 streams. So thank you everyone for listening. And a special thank you to those of you who made it through last episode about the um, shower shitter, a, a harrowing story. And we are committed to not featuring any other poo related crimes until next season earliest. That's our promise to you. Um, Griff, I am so overwhelmingly excited for today's case because this is the first time we're giving a full episode to a crime submitted from a listener via pettycrimespodcast at gmail.com. Familiarize yourselves. And Griff doesn't know anything about it. Nothing. I'm all ears. I'm ready to hear. Okay. Okay. I won't always read an email, but when it's this good, I will be reading the email. Here we go. Dear Griff and Kira, I submit to you my petty crime. To begin, I'm going to take us back to the spring of 2021. We are deep into the pandemic and morale is at an all-time low. I feel that. Okay. Day in and day out, we wake up, trudge to our couches, not knowing where our personal lives begin and our work ends. The news is endlessly dramatic and our only source of comfort is shopping to fill the void. One day on Amazon, I look to find that there are chicken harnesses that one could use to take a chicken for a walk. The way that there are dog harnesses to be able to safely take a pet dog for a walk. Love that they explained to us the concept of leashes. (laughs) This is how it began. A couple of years ago, the city I live in, a towering metropolis in the heart of Canada, Mm -hmm. which we can assume to be Toronto? I think so. Okay. Motion to allow residents the opportunity to build their own hobby farms that included chickens. An idea embraced by many, including myself. Four little red and white feathered egg-laying hens came to live with us. These little buttes became more than just farm animals, producing eggs on demand. I don't know about the on-demand part. I'm like, what'd you do? Squeeze the yeah, chicken? it takes like, some time to produce it. I don't know that they produce them on demand. Like, I think they just lay them when they're going to lay them. Don't bully the chickens. Yeah. What do you mean on demand? Like, anyway. Instead, these chickens became little companions, a rarity during the time of COVID lockdowns. When my Amazon package arrived with my chicken leashes, I excitedly ran to the coop to see if it fit my little hens. And to my surprise, they did. Each day, I trained my little chickens to walk on their leashes using tiny nibbles of corn and a patient attitude. Soon, they were ready, and I took them to the parquet, a couple houses down from where I live. Parquet? Got to assume that's Canadian for park. Or just a very, very tiny park. Just a little parquet. Normal park that's like four Mm -hmm. by four. Yes. The chickens delighted the families, especially the children in my neighborhood, who were so happy to see a silly little chicken making its way in the big city. By the time April rolled around, the media had picked up the story. We were featured in four newspapers on the 6 o'clock news and were invited to audition for Family Feud Canada. Just audition. Didn't make the cut. With the chickens? I made sure that my chickens and I were well behaved. I have no idea. (laughs) I picked up all the poops. Oh, shoot. Small poop mention. But it's not key to the story. (laughs) And I only took them out for small, short walks so as not to exhaust or overwhelm them. It was the good news my big city needed, or so I believed. 
a few weeks later, I got a letter in the mail from City Hall. (gasps) My next door neighbor tattled on my chicken walking and I was given a warning to never take my chickens to the parquet again. To this day, I have not. (laughs) Now, legally, my neighbor was right. In a literal sense, what I was doing was against the bylaw, but I submit to you, Petty Crimes Court, my neighbor's actions were criminal. Thank you for hearing my case. Wow. So this person is not saying me and my chickens are guilty of a petty crime. She's saying, I would like to propose that my neighbor is guilty of a petty crime. It is very petty to tell. I feel like she maybe was jealous of the the happiness the chickens were bringing the person. To tattle? Yeah. I mean, snitches get stitches. They get stitches, or at least no chickens in their neighborhoods. Um, Can we just hone in on the fact that quarantine made all of us just go a little bit cuckoo. Absolutely. Do you know, well, you grew up in more of a suburb. I, to clarify, I grew up on a farm, a hobby farm in Northern New York. Proper farm, lots of space. We actually had chickens, very familiar. We got a chicken expert on the And they don't just lay eggs on command. Yeah. They lay eggs when they want to or when when their bodies do. Did anyone in your neighborhood, because I know it's popular in suburbs to have like chickens in your backyard. My sister went through a whole phase during quarantine where she was like, I got to get chickens. Mm. And my mom was like, chickens are so dirty. They're so (laughs) nasty. But my sister got a chicken sitting gig where she was like watching her neighbor's chickens. But yeah, people were getting chickens. Yeah. Okay. I don't know how I feel about chickens in non like rural environments, but. I know. Is that like what the chickens have in mind? They're small animals. I don't think it's that big of a deal for them, but. Uh, I don't know. Find, uh, do they I, smell? Do they smell? The chicken coops can smell. I don't know if the chicken, as birds do, we used to have little baby birds every spring mm-hmm. and we'd have them in our house to just like stay out of the cold. Yeah. And then when they got big, we would take them out to the coop. The coop smelled like shit, obviously, a chicken shit. Yeah. I think the birds though were pretty clean. I mean, if the coop smells, then that's tough. I guess my, why wouldn't she just get a cat or something? I don't know. All right. Well, An interesting story. Thank you for writing that in. Yeah. We've got to get to the bottom of this. Yes. Thank you very much, Chicken Walker. We'll say their name is Megan. Megan. Because we always protect identities on this podcast. Yes. Even when we're not told to, we just still do. Yes. We want to protect you all for listening. Yeah. And for sharing. Okay. So Megan, does she have a partner? Is it just Megan? Megan does have a partner. Okay. Is now a good time for me to start digging into my personal research that I did on this topic? Sure. Okay. So what piqued my interest in this letter? What piqued your interest? What piqued my interest was that there was news coverage about this instance. Yeah. So I found all the news articles, <laughs> which if you're interested, they'll be featured on our episode five highlights on Perfect. our Instagram at Petty Crimes Pod. If you want to see them, we'll, we'll post. I, I want to see them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I will post the news articles. But in the meantime, I can share that that while I read every single news article about these chickens and this chicken walker in Toronto, confirmed it's Toronto, they weren't her chickens. What? This letter obscured the reality, which is that these chickens were not hers. These were the chickens of a former city council member, her neighbor, and she was walking her neighbor's chickens. This has been obscured in this letter. Oh, wow. I will say, so we're dealing with an unreliable narrator, folks. Got it. So she bought chicken harnesses for chickens that were her neighbor's chickens. We really were losing it during the pandemic. <laughs> yeah, she just saw the chicken outside and wanted to take it on a walk. 
<laughs> I guess so. Oh my gosh. Okay, so the chickens belong to a city council member. Former city council member, yeah. Okay. Which also then, okay, we're getting a letter from City Hall. Yeah. Former city council member. Maybe he just wanted his own chickens back. Well, yeah, that was my, I guess, my next question. Do we know, and sorry if I missed this, the letter that was sent or whoever flagged this issue, do we know who flagged the issue? No, we don't. But it came from City Hall and the neighbor used to work at City Hall, right? Um, or on city council. The the owner of the chickens is a former city council member. Ah, okay. And a letter had arrived from City Hall. Got it. We know, presumably, that their next-door neighbor tattled on them, but we don't actually know that for sure. We don't know yeah. who ratted. We just know a letter came from City Hall. Got it. And I guess, did City... So is it illegal to have chickens in the park, or is it illegal to have them in Great. your house in Toronto? Great question. Thank you so much. I'm a professional. <laughs> Better believe I <laughs> took like a deep off. dive. No, I this this will be our most thoroughly researched episode <laughs> to date. I took a deep dive on the rules in in Toronto specifically around chicken ownership. And you are allowed to have up to four hens, but you are not allowed to have one single rooster. <gasps> Reverse sexism. <laughs> I one well, I mean, I know from experience that unless you touch a hen's chicks, the hens will become very aggressive. Roosters, by nature, I think, are a little bit more aggressive as birds. So I wonder if they just prevent them from living in the cities because roosters could maybe, like, peck your little child's eyes out. Well, also, don't they cock-a-doodle-doo at the crack of dawn? <laughs> they do. They do. So, yeah, in terms of sleeping, it's you not can't very have conducive. every rooster <laughs> in the Toronto major metropolitan area all at once at 4 a.m. going, <laughs> or whatever they Oh, do. my God. Someone needs to write a skit about that. That's perfect. That's a very good point. They do cock-a-doodle-doo pretty early in the morning. Oh, interesting. So hen four hens are allowed. Yeah. No roosters. No roosters. Well, also, I don't know. Can you spay or neuter your rooster? Say, if you only have one sex and not the other, you're not going to have reproduction. Right. So you won't have like a chicken epidemic. Right. They, they won't take over the city. Yes. Okay, got it. So four hens are allowed. No roosters. Yeah. Are they not allowed in the park? They are not allowed in the park. Ah, okay. They are allowed in your backyard. Okay. And if you don't have a backyard you do not get to have chickens because oh. you are not allowed to have chickens in your apartment in Toronto. Oh, well, that's really nice. Wild animals trapped inside of an apartment in a city, that's not thats not cool. Oh, that's not a good point. That. I hadn't thought that the rule might be for the chickens. <laughs> oh. I more was thinking for landlords that they were like, can we just make sure nobody's got a chicken in the, like this apartment you're renting? Okay, so you have to have a backyard. Yep. Does the... I want to say chicken owner, but the, the chicken napper. Chicken walker. Chicken walker, excuse me. The chicken walker does. Megan. Megan, does she have a backyard? She does. Okay. Because they were neighbors. Got it, got it, got it. So why doesn't she have her own chickens? Yeah. And so she was very compelled to not just have them in the yard. She wanted to take them on a walk publicly to show off the chickens. Yeah. And that's kind of maybe where the, yes. the slap on the wrist came from. And so in this letter... The chicken walker, Megan, makes it sound like people loved seeing the chickens out and about in the city. Oh. But what if that's not true? Oh, do we have any... We have some news coverage. Citizen feedback? Oh, we have news coverage. We have news coverage of the chicken walks. Is it negative news? No, it is positive. People really <laughs> did love the chickens. Oh, okay, got it. Yeah. Oh. People laugh and take pictures. People love them. Got it. So there were no complaints, assumingly, from the citizens 
that Megan was walking these chickens in front of? Seemingly, no. I found no negative press around the chicken walking. People really did like seeing the chickens on their walks. So she has a backyard, so she's allowed to have them. Well, I guess we can't really confirm whether or not she has a backyard. We just know that... Megan, do you have a backyard? Yeah, Megan. We just know that her neighbor does and her neighbor has chickens. Yeah, let's assume, <laughs> let's say that we don't know if she has a backyard Can we just or not? take a pause and just realize what we're talking about on this Tuesday morning? <laughs> just crazy chicken behavior. I've been thinking about it all week. <laughs> yeah. I am so excited. Oh gosh. Okay, so we can't assume whether or not she has or doesn't have a yard. Yeah, we don't know. But she was taking them out. They're not hopefully living in her house. They're her neighbor's chickens. They're oh, the God, former city council member's chickens. They're not her chickens. So- she gets the harnesses, which she, you know, Amazon drops the package over. She opens it. She has a smile on her face. Yep. Does she like sneak over to her neighbor's part of the yard or wherever the chickens are being kept? Yep. Does she leash the chicken and then like run out with them, to take them on a walk? Now, this is where the story gets interesting. This is where it gets interesting. <laughs> <laughs> this? Not the beginning of it. <laughs> she is having an affair. Kira. With the owner of the chickens. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, okay. I was like, this can't be happening. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> okay. No, no, no. It's like, um, we're not getting the chicken fetishes, are we? No, I think she just, like, is really good pals with this neighbor. Okay. Maybe it's like, yeah, she she watches the chickens regularly. She starts walking them. It, like, becomes a thing. Okay. And sorry if I've asked this, did her neighbor who owns the chicken, did they sign off on Megan walking them? They are interviewed in the article. Okay. Saying, like, it, this is a delight. We all love it. Interesting. Yeah. So, so it me, really is making everybody happy. Yeah. And so it makes me question who kind of voiced the complaint to elicit the letter coming from city council, City Hall. We don't know. We do not know. Because if it's the chicken owner that Megan was doing favors for, that would be incredibly petty. Yes, it would. Yeah. But I don't think we have any reason to think that, that it's it was. them. It doesn't sound like it. It sounds like maybe... I think it's somebody that saw them at the park. Yeah. You have cats. I do. You notoriously have cats. My <laughs> Notoriously? You're a cat woman. Yeah. Oh, by the way, I saw Batman last night. It's great. My roommate has a dog. So oftentimes I'll take Gobi, the dog, to the dog park. Yep. Parks where you have animals, and I guess is the park that the chickens were going to, were there dogs there? I say yes. Let's assume. Yeah. Let's assume. People are very particular about the parks in which they walk their dogs. There's one in Beverly Hills that you have to like tap into and like be on the list for. Obviously, very Beverly Hills. Oh, right. Cause you want all the dogs to be vaccinated and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Or of like a certain socioeconomic mm. class or breed. Ugh. Beverly Hills. The one in WeHo is even more particular. And it's less obviously so the dogs, it's more the people and what types of dogs are around them, if the big dogs are by the small dogs. Mm-hmm. And so I wonder if someone at this park with the animals that are normally there just didn't feel comfortable with the chickens. They saw this wild beast got scared for their chihuahua or were like, I have a Doberman and this Doberman's going to eat this chicken. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then we're going to be in a bit of a mess here. I, I see that. Yeah. I think a likely culprit would be a dog owner at the park. Yeah. I think that makes a lot of sense. I, I Yeah. I'm going to rule out that the letter or the, you know, the uh, inertia behind the letter came from her neighbor. They seem yep. like they're on the same wavelength with yes, the chicken care. I think so too. And honestly, what a beautiful relationship to be co-sharing chickens. Yeah, co-parenting. Families come in all shapes and sizes. Do you want to get a chicken together? Tell me after. Yeah. Don't break my heart alive. Do you want to get a chicken together? Yeah, okay. I'll think about it. Okay. So yeah, I assume someone at the park 
just didn't like that there was some riffraff chicken running <laughs> alongside their like Bichon Frise yeah. in the same space. I think and I think that's fair. I guess I, I'm curious how they like, maybe they knew the person and yeah, I'm curious like what the process was for file the complaint. I wish we could who knows? see the complaint. But. Yeah. How did they figure out who she was, where she lived? Maybe they followed home the corn, yeah. the corn niblets or whatever. So it seems like Megan was doing kind of nothing wrong, or at least she, you know, if they had the backyard that enabled them to have the chickens, yeah. again, her neighbor's chickens. Yeah. It's not like the chickens were running around wild, flapping around and uncontrolled. Yeah. Um, and it's not like she owned a cow, which in all of <laughs> Toronto is not allowed. And it's not like she owned a goat, which in certain neighborhoods of Toronto is not allowed, but in other na- neighborhoods of Toronto would be fine. Oh, wow. Toronto is uh, complex in terms of animals. I know everything about the agricultural <laughs> bylaws of Toronto. Well, I went in on this. Actually, before I make my ruling, is there anything else that I've missed that you want to present that would add color to the story? It's already a very colorful story. No. So I feel like I'm ready to make my ruling. Yeah, I think that's great. Okay. I feel like we've covered everything. I shared snippets of the press coverage. Only other maybe like, what is it called when you do like a character? When somebody comes to court and they say something nice about the person's character, what's that called? Oh, um, I, sh- I, I know this term. I'm not going to think of it now, but. Can anyone think of it? <sighs> Whatever. A character witness. Yeah. They like, they like support that person being. Upstanding. Upstanding. Yes. So the only other character detail I can provide is Megan is a teacher. Oh, my mom was a teacher. She retired. So teachers are amazing. Okay. Keep that in mind. I will. (laughs) We got some teachers watching too. We got to be careful. (laughs) I think with all that information, I'm ready to make. Let's hear it. uh, A ruling. So it seems Megan's involved and then whoever filed this complaint. That's who she is saying is guilty of a petty crime, but it's up to you. I agree with Megan and I find Megan not guilty of this petty crime or not guilty in general. I think whoever filed this complaint, this is like kind of the epitome of pettiness. There was positive press. Mm-hmm. It seemed like people were gaining joy from having these chickens and yeah. seeing them. The chickens weren't Megan's, but she was on the same page with her neighbor. Who was allowed to have them. Yep, who was allowed to have them in terms of caring for them and walking them and just giving them a nice life. If they had a yard, I would assume that the chickens were there and not in the house, which is illegal in Toronto, as you said. Mm-hmm. So it's not like the chickens were being... Mistreated. And she was cleaning up the poop in the park, as she told us. As we know, it was very important. Cleaning up poop in the park at, oh God, the French. Yeah. I I just, I can't see Megan being guilty here. I think in my mind, if it's not her neighbor who filed the complaint, which it wouldn't be, I'm just seeing someone at the park with their like, I don't know, I'll go dog, looking at all the joy this woman is bringing to people around them and a great like bond with her chickens and just saying, you know what? Yeah. I don't want her to have joy anymore. Yeah. So yeah, I think whoever filed that complaint, I find incredibly guilty. Incredibly guilty incredibly of a petty guilty. crime. Do you know what's happened with the chickens? Because city council sent a letter, right? That they couldn't... The chickens now are just in the former city council member's yard and they've never gotten to go on a walk ever since. <sighs> I hope Amazon Prime has a return policy for those, for those harnesses. We do have pictures of the chickens on their walk. So if oh. you want to check them out, are they going to be on our Instagram? Yeah, Petty okay. Crimes Pod on, on Insta. <laughs> I'm you can, immediately going to be looking those. You can see those in the episode highlights um, because they're very oh, adorable. God. And can you imagine in the middle of the pandemic, go into the park, which we were all starting to do all of mm-hmm. a sudden. We were all of a sudden, we're like, wait, there are parks? Yeah. 
And then you see a chicken on a walk, I'd be stoked. You're right. The parks were such a like place of solace for us in that time. Obviously, social distance, we're out in nature. Yeah. Yeah. At that time specifically to like hinder someone's joy that they clearly have worked hard for. I mean, she specifically ordered chicken harnesses. She wanted something specific out of those park hangs. So, And I feel like the chickens probably loved it. Yeah. (laughs) If I were a chicken, I would have. All right, Megan, we're with you. Yeah, you agree? Yeah, Yeah. I completely agree. The one thing I'm a little murky on (laughs) is I feel like maybe Megan just wanted to simplify the story for us. Mm -hmm. But I do think it's an important detail that they're not her chickens. So, Megan, let's hear from you. I want to know why you obscured that detail ever so slightly. Or did you get your own chickens after the press coverage about the first chickens you were walking? In which case, were you walking chickens twice? Did you get told not to twice? In which case? eh. Yeah. Different, different, uh, yeah, different case. But so that's that. That's all the information we have. I feel comfortable with that. That was very interesting. Thank you, Megan. Cool. So now we get to move along to our final segment of the pod. We keep this mm-hmm. fast and furious. This is called Criminal or Minimal, where each week I ask Griff, who is the most in the know, on trend person in my life, I ask him whether the following are criminal. Or minimal. Yes. Leaving in the morning without a goodbye after a tryst on a Saturday night. Ooh. And you're at that person's place? Yep. I'm at that person's place. Minimal. Why? Maybe that person's sleeping and you don't want to wake them up. Maybe you have work. I work Saturdays. It's time Um, to go. I think so long as you're like messaging them however you met text message grinder, whatever, thanking them for a beautiful night. That's okay. But I don't know. <laughs> you you might be go. in a rush. Yeah. Cool. Or give them a little kiss on the cheek or something before you leave. Sure, sure, sure. That sounds romantic. Cool. That one's minimal. I need to text someone right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The Kardashians making a whole meal out of saying goodbye to their show on E! after 20 seasons and then kickstarting a show with Hulu not long after. Minimal. Criminal or minimal? Minimal. I'm not being objective here. I'm a very big Kardashian fan. I think they're incredibly entertaining and interesting. And I've been with them throughout the whole journey. So saying goodbye to that epic chapter, even though the page for the minimal? next one was right next. Yeah, minimal. Why? Because we're we're talking about it. That's the whole point with the Kardashians. Everything they do, be it good or bad or have your opinion, we're literally talking about it on our podcast right mm-hmm. now. So they're eliciting responses from the public, which is literal pop culture. That's fair. But so, if I worked at E, I would be annoying. I would be I would oh. be annoyed if I worked at E because that whole last season was basically set to like, as we go on, <laughs> we remember. Like the whole last season was just like, we're going to miss you. Yeah. Goodbye. Goodbye, reality TV. Like never again. And then the second the dust settled, they were like, hello, Hulu. And you know who that is? That's Miss Kris Jenner at work. It <laughs> so. is. They basically told E like, we're not, we don't want to have a relationship right now. We just want to focus on us. We really don't want to have a relationship. And then the next second they were in bed with Hulu. Mm, Minimal. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, I've got two more for you. Going through their drive-thru just for a bottle of water. Oh my God. Criminal. No explanation needed. Next one. (laughs) (laughs) Lazy. Criminal or minimal. Hosting a dinner party and Venmo requesting each guest $9.50 to help offset the cost of food. Oh, that's a really good one, too. 
were they aware that things would be split or is this kind of a surprise Venmo request? You invited them over, you made them a nice <laughs> meal, and then you Venmo request them on the way out. Criminal. Yeah. If you invite them into your space, you're offering a meal, like, don't charge them for it. Yeah. They'll pay it forward. And if they don't, don't invite them again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Criminal. Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> Those are good. Cool. Thank you. Uh, that's all we have for you today, folks. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. Thank you. Thank you for presenting that awesome case. I'm going to be on our Instagram looking at those chickens as soon as we cut. Can't wait. Can't wait. And, and I'm dying to hear next week's episode that you're going to be presenting. I've gotten a little snippet of what it might be about. And it sounds like it's a really good one. It's pretty good. And again, if you have any petty crimes of your own, don't hesitate to email us at pettycrimespodcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Um, we got an incredible one from a, from a listener yeah. already. Let's keep them coming. And make sure you follow us at Petty Crimes Pod on Instagram, TikTok. Like, subscribe, do all that shit with the podcast. We have a TikTok. Oh, we do have a TikTok. Now. Yeah, it's thriving. Mm. Actually, we're the biggest TikTok account there's ever been. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think we have like 260 followers, so. <laughs> that's 260 million. <laughs> We love you guys. Till next week. Thanks for listening to Petty Crimes. Bye-bye.